0: Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Poker Pro interview series. This is a how-to podcast series featuring the greatest and most accomplished players in the industry in lots of games, including today's topic, Blackjack. I want to extend a special welcome to Charlie. And Charlie is the creator of Blackjack for Winners, a DVD series that will teach you how to be a winning blackjack player. We'll refer to Charlie simply as Charlie. And you can go to the website for more information, which is blackjackforwinners.com. That's blackjackforwinners.com for lots more information. Welcome, Charlie. Thank you, Annie. We're very happy to have you here with us, and we're very curious about uh, about why you like to play blackjack. Why blackjack? Of all the choices you have, what is it about blackjack that intrigues you?
1: Well, I'm going to get to that question, but I do want to just probably respond to why you're calling me just Charlie, and that is that uh, I really cannot reveal my identity. I have been playing blackjack for a long period of time, and I have been banned from some casinos, but I can still play at an awful lot of casinos, so I have to be only referred to as Charlie, if you don't mind.
0: Well, can I ask you a question, since we're on that uh, topic of, of Charlie and why you're Charlie, how do the casinos know to ban you?
1: Well, there are some casinos that uh, have banned me because of a very sophisticated way I was uh, playing blackjack, and I have uh, reverted back to the way I originally started playing blackjack. Uh, it's sort of a complicated uh, question. I'll, I will respond to it. I, I've actually uh, counted cards in a way that where I had to move chips to keep track of the sidetrack of aces, and I think the uh, eye in the sky was able to detect that, and that's why I reverted back to the same way that the MIT students uh, have used to beat the casinos in Las Vegas for uh, uh, many years. And in fact, there's a movie coming out on that called 21 in about a month.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's a fascinating story. Wasn't, it, isn't, wasn't the book Bringing Down the House?
1: Yes, that was the book.
0: All right, terrific. Well, I'm sure it's a wonderful read, and I, I bet the movie's going to be lots of fun, too. All right, so Charlie, you're banned from some casinos, but you're not banned from our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so now, what we really want to know is is how to do it, how to actually play blackjack and win. But first, I, I definitely want to know about why did you get started? How come you? Uh, yeah, let me
1: you, respond to your first question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll respond to your first question. I I really it's uh, unusual because uh, I don't play mm-hmm. any games that where the house has the advantage. Uh, I was taught uh, many years ago that uh, you will not be able to win if you play against casinos, uh, if you uh, bet on horses at horse tracks or dogs on dog tracks, high lie, uh casino games, uh, betting on sports with bookies. You just can't win. The big will just eat you up. So uh, I was completely convinced of this and Until a colleague of mine tried to convince me that he was beating the casinos in blackjack. And I practiced and I went out to Las Vegas. And I was really, I really thought that I would be able to win after the book he told me to read, uh, the Ed Thorpe book, uh, Beat the Dealer. But when I got there and the dealers were dealing very quickly and I was not able to do it and lost some money, I really got irritated until he joined me out there. And when he joined me out there and he told me to take a piece of him, take a piece of his action, I watched him play and I saw what he was able to do. And the most important thing that occurred while I was watching him winning and playing, winning, playing, winning was when the pit bosses came over to him and they said, Look, I want you to take it easy, and I mean take it easy. When I heard that, I turned to my wife and I said, I can't believe this. This really works. And I've been a convert ever since. I've watched him play many times and took a piece of him, made a lot of money, and then I started doing it on my own. And I've made a lot of money over the years.
0: Well, that's a fascinating story, that's for sure. And I mean, I mean, we're barely, all of us listening today are very, very curious about this whole card counting strategy. Is it illegal? No,
1: it's not illegal. All
0: it's right, definitely so right. not illegal.
1: But <laughs> there, there are some casinos. Here's the way it works. It's not illegal. Everyone knows it's not illegal. Uh, in most places, they can't kick you out. Uh, for, for example, Atlantic City, they can't kick you out. But the New Jersey Gaming Commission uh, has said to them, if you want to do other things like uh, put the card in the middle of the deck and to where they're only being able to count three decks out of a six-deck shoe, it's very difficult to win under those conditions. Um, But actually, uh, they've also said other things to me about uh, uh, trying to stop me from playing there. In Las Vegas is a different story. Uh, In Las Vegas, there's a RICO law, and that RICO law uh, will allow any Las Vegas casino to kick out any undesirable an undesirable could be a card counter. And so there is a difference depending upon where you're playing.
0: Well, thanks a lot for letting us know that because we're always curious about that, just to see how that works. So, so okay, so can you explain to me a little bit about what, do you, what do you mean by getting the edge in a game?
1: Well, uh, the casinos really offer no games where you can get an edge except Blackjack, And um, what happens there is, uh, depending upon the casino and depending upon the rules and depending upon the number of decks that are being dealt, uh, for example, in Atlantic City you have about a half of 1% edge against you from the Gideon, from the start. Uh, you have to overcome that edge by keeping track of the cards and being able to play larger amounts of money when the deck is uh, beneficial to the player and playing less of amount of money or leaving the table when it is against the player and the edge in every other game if you want to go through the games i can be, i'll be happy to go through the various games and the edges uh, that are against uh, most players
0: well, if you think that'll help us get a perspective, sure, why not? I mean, we could all, a lot of a lot of background would be good here. Why don't you go through the games such as, you have back um, rack, you have roulette, you have the slot machines. In fact, a lot of people love to play slots. How badly are the odds against them playing slots? Right, well,
1: Baccarat, the first game you mentioned, uh, it's a strict 1% against you. You're going to lose 1% of all the money you bet over a long period of time whether you play player or bank it really doesn't matter uh... if you really want to if you but Baccarat's not such a bad game to play because it's ninety nine percent luck and one edge by the casino uh... if you want to go to the really bad games to play like wheel of fortune it's somewhere depending upon the casino between eleven percent and twenty four percent against you keno is fifteen percent against you the slot machines are uh... again depending upon the casino and the uh... promotions that they have Anywhere from 2% against you to 12% against you. Roulette is 5% against you. A poor blackjack player, it's about 4% against you. Uh, a craps player that is just a typical craps player, it's a little over 1% against you. Uh, probably around 1.4% against you. With, a, as I said, a baccarat player, it's 1% against you. A good craps player, a craps player that Knows what he's doing and uh, understands that the bet behind the line is uh, flipping the coin with the casino, and that's what you want to do, uh, unless you play blackjack where you can beat the casino. And that is, uh, you can get that, uh, the odds, the casino odds down to like seven tenths of one percent to a half of one percent. Sometimes, if you're a really good craps player, even a little bit less than that. And a, a right. good basic strategy blackjack player. Uh, just, just basic strategy, not keeping track of the cards. You have about a half of 1% to uh, break even with the casino. Uh, in uh, multiple deck games, like six deck games, uh, with just good basic strategy, uh, the casino only has a half of 1% advantage over you. So it's 99.5% luck. Um and if you're able to, uh, which I would like to be able to convince uh, all of your listeners to do, if you learn to uh, go into blackjackforwinners.com and buy these DVDs and get involved in a major way in blackjack, it doesn't take a genius to do this, by the way, you can bring the uh, advantage to you from uh, 1% to about uh, 2%, and depending upon how aggressive you might be, uh, you could even bring it up to 2.5%, but there's a high probability of getting kicked out of the casino if you were uh, trying to go for that 2.5%.
0: Well, my next question is, how hard is it to learn, number one, good, basic, solid strategy, which I know you recommend players learn that first before they start to count cards, and then two, how hard is it to then... As a count, the card counting strategy on top of the basic strategy, is it just too much for the ordinary person? Do you have to be from MIT to get this, right? You, you <laughs>
1: absolutely do not have to be an MIT student. I could have never gotten into MIT. I can guarantee you that. Uh, it's nothing more than practice. Nothing more than practice.
0: Really? Uh,
1: the, the problem that most people have that read these books and try and beat the casinos... By the way, I... I did. Uh, I read Thorpe's book, and I also read Lawrence Revere's book, uh, Playing Blackjack as a Business. And then I proceeded to take lessons from Lawrence Revere. You don't even ha- you don't have to go to these these extremes, though. Everything I learned from Lawrence Revere, they are in the DVDs and uh, BlackjackForWinners.com. But the main the main point I'd like to make is what most, re- especially the really smart people, really people that are really good with numbers. They can't wait to get into the card-counting part because the card-counting part is fun. You can just turn over a deck of cards, and you'll, you'll know what you have at the end. Uh, and I'll sh- as we, We're going to have a few of these uh, podcasts, so I'll go into that a little bit later. But you can't jump to that step as much fun as it is. You really have got to get a basic strategy down cold before you ever start the step of counting the cards and keeping track of the cards. You have to have a perfect basic strategy, and I emphasize that so much.
0: Well, that's true that you do. And, Charlie, uh, how hard is it? How long does it take? Rather than hard, let's talk about length of time a person would need to spend studying basic strategy, and then I suggest we wrap up this initial podcast and go on to our next, which reveals some of the basic strategy. How about that?
1: That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'll just tell you a little bit about uh, how long I think it takes. Uh, the uh, uh, gentleman that has been doing uh, the uh, taking care of the printing for uh, blackjackforwinners.com uh, called me up the other day and asked if he could come by because he, he's going to be going to a uh, casino in about two weeks. And he asked me if he thought that he could learn. Uh, how to beat the casino between now and two weeks from now. And I said, look, if you're good with numbers, you can learn it in one week. If you're not so good with numbers, which I, I don't consider myself to be really good with numbers, I can assure you. And I told him, come by here. I'll be happy to go over the basic strategy with him. And I've, I've got a CD. I had a CD for him that, that he could put in his car, or, uh, download it in the computer or for his iPod and listen to over and over again. But basic strategy is easy, easy, easy. All you have to do is use flashcards with your spouse or your significant other, and you'll have on the back of the flashcards exactly what to do with every combination of cards that can be played in the casino. And maybe the best thing to do is go over that basic strategy uh, in the next iPod, and then maybe we can go over card card counting uh, even a little bit later.
0: Well, thanks, Charlie, and um, I have one question for you. Can I learn how to play this strategy by tonight? i <laughs> <No>, only kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I am getting... Oh, no, you
1: could, though. I, believe I, it or I not, thought, you I could. I'm
0: starting to get the feeling that I feel like... Just talking to you, I feel like going to Atlantic City.
1: Well, I, I, I can't wait to get in the basic strategy. I believe yeah. that anybody can learn a perfect basic strategy without taking the card to the table, without because you you have to, you can't take a card to the table and look at it and try and play the way the card tells you to play. You've got to know what to do instinctively, Uh and then after you know exactly what to do with every combination of cards, then, and only then, should you ever start turning over a deck of cards and learning how to keep track of the count. And uh, make sure you ask me in the next uh, segment
0: Mm
1: -hmm. questions like, why... The casino has an advantage, and because most people, even people that play a whole lot of blackjack, to this day do not understand Don't why the casinos the have an advantage. Right.
0: And I want to ask you a few other things, too, is does this work for online play? Don't answer now. Okay. We're going to do it in our next podcast, but okay. I definitely want to know if a if good, good basic strategy works while you're playing online. Obviously, you can't count cards, but I want to let all of our listeners know they can go to blackjackforwinners.com. We have been speaking with Charlie, who wears disguises when he goes <laughs> to the casinos as well, definitely knows what he's talking about and uh, promises to that you can learn everything you, you need to know in blackjackforwinners.com. Plus, Charlie, I have in front of me, I'm actually holding it, it's a Blackjack Strategy Dealers Up card, which is a very nice color-coded card that tells you when to hit, when to stand, when to double down, when to split. These are all, like, really cool things you get to say when you play blackjack.
1: Is that and, mine, I hope?
0: Yeah, of course it's okay, yours. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You sent it to me, and I have it right here. And I have to say, I have been quizzing myself using this card because it's color-coded. You At a glance, you can see exactly what you can do. It's like a grid format. Is having this card out, and then we'll wrap this one, is having this card out so I can glance down while I'm playing, is anyone going to get mad? Are they going to throw me out of the casinos, or are they just going to think, you know, I'm just trying to learn a strategy, or what are they going to think if I pull this card out?
1: It, it's For mo- most casinos, will allow you to put the card on the table and watch it and understand exactly what to do with every combination of cards. However, the card that you have does have some other very sophisticated things attached to it, so you have to be very careful to keep it flat on the table. And uh, there are uh, some casinos that may say to you, "You can't put the card on the table, but you can put it have it in your pocket, and you can refer to it at any time." Either way you will always be able to play a perfect basic strategy if you just follow that basic strategy. Well,
0: chart. and the spurt, the basic strategy does start to make sense. So this is a good time to wrap it up and then begin again with our next podcast
1: okay. on
0: learning a good, basic, winning blackjack player strategy. I want to remind everyone, we've been speaking with Charlie, and Charlie, we are going to be back. Okay. All for now, everyone. Look
1: forward to it. So long, Annie.
0: Bye-bye for now.
1: bye